theextraordinarychurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen. Come on and give him praise. His name is Jesus, and he is worthy of praise from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Come on, from the back to the front, from side to side, let us make up our mind to exalt the Lord our God and give him praise. There's nobody like Jesus. Like the old song used to say, can't nobody do me like Jesus can. He is a great God and worthy of a great praise. Somebody clap those hands together and magnify him. Hallelujah. Praise God. My, my, my. My name is Akil Thompson, and I am the pastor here at Extraordinary Church. And we believe we are the perfect church for imperfect people. We're so glad that you're with us today. We understand you could have been many places, but you chose to be with us on this very cool Sunday afternoon. It's anything but cool, but... Uh, I love the warm weather, and it feels good to be in the presence of God with his people. We celebrate that, and I'm here to let you know that God has got a word for you today. We did this already during our one o'clock, and God blew this place up, and I'm believing and declaring he's going to do it again at the three o'clock. You're in for a treat, too, because at the end of the three o'clock, we're going to have a baptism. And so we're going to be baptizing somebody today in the name of Jesus Christ. And we rejoice. That excites me. Praise God. That's why we're here. To see ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. This is why we exist. Praise God. So, I'm so delighted. I do want you to know we exist so that ordinary people can experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. And we're so glad that you're with us. I want to quickly share a few things with you. One of the best ways to stay connected to what God is doing here at Extraordinary Church is to download our app. If you've not done so, you can go to extraordinarychurch.ca slash app. You can download the app and that will be a wonderful way for you to stay connected and informed in that regard. Also, uh, we have something, a brand new program, an initiative that we're launching. It's called Pray and Go. Pray and go. I like the sound of that. Before I go anywhere, I want to pray, Tammy. I want to know he's with me. Praise God. And if we tap in, this is something that the entire church family, we're a family, you'll be able to participate and engage in, and I encourage you to do so. So go ahead. At the conclusion of our worship experience outside, Pastor Barry and Nadine will have a table set up, uh, and you'll be able to get some materials and learn about Pray and Go and how you can get better connected. Lastly, I want to let you know that our registration for our in-person worship experience takes place every Monday at 6 p.m. And if you simply go to our website, you can register there at extraordinarychurch.ca. And things are going like we anticipate. We're going to be having one worship experience next weekend. I know, praise God, that excites me. Praise God. I don't mind preaching twice. I don't know how long. This is the third time I've done this today. Praise God. But here's what I do know. Uh, because the capacity limits are increasing, 
from 15% to 25%. We're going to be very creative and innovative. And don't worry, you'll still be distanced and safe and all that wonderful stuff. But also next Sunday, our children, e-kids in person are taking place. And we're super excited about that. So moms and dads, I know that you're watching online. Our e-kids have been meeting virtually but you and the family will be able to come and have a great time you don't want to miss it because we're going to have something epic take place we're having pony rides wow yes 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 caroline was like i'm getting on the pony praise god <laughs> we're gonna have a good time and i want you all to come and join us all happening next sunday at three now listen when we get started we don't want i need all the adults in here praise god they seem to be more excited about that pony ride than I anticipated, praise But uh, yeah, 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 I knew, I saw it, I saw it. Alex was like, oh man, pony rides. So uh, yeah, y'all come on in here and join us. Our kids are going to have a great time outside. Let's go ahead and open up our Bibles or your Bible apps, if you will, uh, to the book of Psalms. And I, Psalms are a collection of poetry or literature, if you will. Uh, music in some cases with beautiful lyrics. We're going to go to the 133rd Psalm. Praise God. Verse 1. And as you open up your Bible or your Bible app, if you have your tablet or your iPhone, if you have an Android, we'll pray for you. God will still use you. It probably has the Bible app on there. <laughs> you know, praise God. I don't know. I'm, praise God. You need an Apple product in your life. Amen. But let's get those Bibles. We do this often. I'd like to start doing it every Sunday, but hold that Bible or that Bible app, you know, way up in the air. If you're watching with us online, get that Bible in your hand, and I just want you to repeat after me. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God. I can do what it says I can do. I can be what it says I can be. And I can have what it says I can have. In Jesus' name, give God praise. Okay, let's do this. Let's look at the 133rd Psalm. It's a beautiful Psalm of David. And I'm going to be reading this to you out of the New King James today. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. It's like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. And what I want to do by the help of the Holy Ghost is I want to continue our kingdom series. I've been teaching and preaching on the kingdom. I feel like the kingdom of God is the message of this hour. And I'm going to continue in that same vein. And I'm going to speak on unity today. God's place of blessing unity god's place of blessing would you help me pray lord we love you and we thank you for your presence in this place i thank you for everyone who has gathered together in person and for those that are watching online and for those who are with us during our one o'clock today we celebrate you i pray that you would anoint me and the church family here and those online to receive your word with gladness open our understanding help me to preach and to teach your word with relevancy and with accuracy and most importantly with anointing god break the yoke i release the gift of faith in this place you'll do whatever you want to do and we'll give you the glory in jesus name amen would you clap your hands into the lord as you're being seated <laughs> praise god 
you got it this time. Yeah, okay. During the 1 o'clock, she bounced on me. I was like, don't go anywhere. I almost called her up at the 1030. She was like, what, what, what? Yeah, praise God. But, so uh, I believe there are people today walking the width and the breadth of this earth that are bound together by the Spirit and do not catch their cadence from this culture. They hear the marching orders of the king. Amen. Praise God. And today I came to call the people who are willing to hear a frequency that does not originate in this earth. If you can hear the voice of God, he is giving us marching orders and a cadence that will feel different than the world is trying to suggest. If we'll walk with God and if we'll walk together how many great things we will see i'm here to declare that we're going to see an outpouring of god's spirit i'm here to declare and i believe that there's going to be great joy in this city because jesus is our joy i'm here to declare the good news the kingdom of god is here i've got good news for old and young i've got good news for the black red yellow white makes no difference i've got good news that the kingdom of god is here your healing is here. Your hope is here. Peace is here. Joy is here. And it's unspeakable and full of glory. And it can be found in the kingdom of God. Praise God. I believe that your peace is here. You belong here. I said this before, but the kingdom of God is a great place to find your place. And the people of God, in particular the church of Jesus Christ, you know, the church should not be a hurting place. I know, as a matter of fact, the church of Jesus Christ is a loving place and a loving people. I love music and I listen to all genres of music. And there's one of my favorite groups, they're a little dated right now, so you might have to, uh, you'll have to YouTube or you can get them on your digital library, whatever you listen to. But the Imperials. There's a guy by the name of Russ Taff. He's got an amazing southern, just that southern draw, that gospel. I listen to all kinds of genres, but the Imperials just, they, they get me. And I need to listen to that song. Matter of fact, when I get in the car, you might not want to ride with me because I'm going to put the windows down and I'm going to blast it. Praise God. But I want you to listen to this song and these lyrics in particular. It's called The Trumpet of Jesus. Listen, I listen to the trumpet of Jesus while the world hears a different sound. I march to the drumbeat of God Almighty while the others just wander around. I'm a member of the Holy Ghost traveling band. We're moving on up to a better land. I hear the voice of a supernatural singer like only those who know him can. Praise God. They don't have lyrics like that. <laughs> not to, I sound like I'm hating on today's music. I'm not really hating on today's music. I love it too. But I want you to listen to the rest of this. One sweet sound makes a whole world of difference when the world seems indifferent to you. His melody of love calls you to be great. When marking time, in other words, standing in place, when marking time was all you thought you could do, well, marching in place. So if you've been, if you've been playing all your days by ear, never knowing what your song was to be, then pull up a chair, let down your hair. That would be tough for me, but pull up a chair, let down your hair, and take a few lessons from me. This is so good. A spiritual fanfare has a sound all its own at the birth of a lasting song. It's been 2,000 years since Jesus was born, and still the celebration goes on. If you feel the need to get your life in tune because you're tired of the dredge every day, then turn yourself around, put your feet on the ground, and just hear what I have to say.
I listened to the trumpet of Jesus while the world hears a different sound. I march to the drumbeat of God Almighty while the others just wander around. I'm a member of the Holy Ghost traveling band. We're moving on up to a better land. I hear the voice of a supernatural singer like only those who know him can. Is anybody glad to know Jesus this afternoon? Is anybody thankful? Does anybody hear that frequency that's originating in the spirit? Does anybody hear the marching orders from Jesus Christ? Does anybody hear the kingdom of God is here? The kingdom of heaven is here. The kingdom is here. Praise God. It's here. It's here. And we can hear that frequency. It's calling many people. The call has gone out. See, the 133rd Psalm is a Psalm of David. I love the life of David. David is an interesting, multifaceted character. And his life is a life that we, you know, what's interesting when you read a scripture and we read, uh, you know, we, we know the end from the beginning, but you have to realize they were living it out. But David experienced a number of great triumphs. But yet at the same time, he fell uh, wayside, if you will, to a number of tragedies. But he's brutally honest. And I love what the king of Israel, the sweet psalmist of Israel said. He was one of the very few leaders who were able to successfully lead the coming together of the kingdoms of Israel. See, you have to recognize that when most kings were on the throne, there were two divided kingdoms. We call them the divided kingdoms, the northern tribe called Israel and the southern tribe called Judah. But they were never intended to be a divided tribe. They were supposed to be one tribe because of isms and because of schisms and, and division and a lack of leadership. Two nations came out of this intended nation that God called Israel. And their differences prevailed, causing them to split in half. And for the most of the Old Testament, Israel is understood as two different people and two different kingdoms. The northern tribe, again being Israel, and the southern tribe being Judah. And the Bible, see, it gives us rare glimpses into seasons and times in Israel's history when they did not allow their division to dominate them and their differences to split them apart. And this is one of those seasons that I read to you. And David is one of those leaders who have the heart and the nature of God to bring people together. How many of you will be willing to note and to acknowledge that we live in divisive times? It's kind of like you're no longer able. I tweeted this not too terribly long ago, but I tweeted, we've just gotten rid of the art of civil discourse. It's kind of like if you don't agree with me, you're an idiot. That's kind of the tone and tenor of everything that out there on social media. It's kind of, everybody's pontificating and everybody's opining, if you will. And it's kind of like if you don't agree with them, well, you're clueless and you don't know what in the world you're talking about. We've got racism and we've got hatred and we've got politics and we've got economics and we've even got people who are vaxxers and non-vaxxers. They are arguing about that. I could go down the list of all the things that are dividing us. We need to pray in this day for leaders to unite us. We don't need to be a divided people. We need to be a united people. And I'm thankful to be a part of a church that is united. I'm thankful to be a part of the kingdom of God that is united in this regard. I'm thankful to be a part where we are united. Bring me that microphone. I'm going to switch mics.
Praise God. Okay. Well, we're still getting that feedback. We'll figure it out. Praise God. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate it. We're just going to plug through this thing. But this is not a time for leaders to be championing their own principles and their own platforms. This, this hour, this season that we live in, this is the time for the kingdom of God to do what David did. And with the oil of God, bring the nation together and heal things. Can I tell you, the church is the only place where that's going to happen. The only body of people through which that can happen in the world where unity can ever be achieved, it is achieved through the Holy Spirit. And because we are spirit people, you and I should expect the body of Christ, we should expect unity to prevail. Unity should be a part of the culture and the atmosphere of the kingdom of God. Unity really shouldn't even have to be preached about, but we're told in the scriptures that it's one thing we have to maintain and it's something that we have to keep. See, if you don't maintain it, if I don't maintain it, if we don't maintain it, then the enemy will sow enough discord and enough division to see this beautiful thing called unity be affected and messed with. If he can, he will destroy it. And you say, how and where is that and how will he do it? Let me show you. Ephesians chapter 4 tells us, you know what, I'm going to talk about what unity is before I talk about the benefit of unity. But Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 4, endeavor to keep the unity. Endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. See, it is not an endeavoring and it's not a work to produce unity because unity is not something that you and I can generate. You and I can't generate nor manufacture unity. The only thing we can do is protect it. We can only guard unity. God gave us unity. Do we understand how miraculous this gift of unity is? With all the different people sitting today. Listen to me. Just think about this. Just look, just look around for a moment. Just kind of look around. It's okay. COVID got everybody thinking like Okay, I ain't got time for all that foolishness. I'm going to look around. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to enjoy life. I've come to live life. Praise God. We're here to live life. I didn't say be irresponsible, but you can look around and you can talk with people. Look around and look at all of the different people sitting in this room today. Do you know when heaven looks at us, by God's design, when heaven looks at us, it does not see multiple people walking around. It sees a body of people. One body. Praise God. Now, you might be a nose. Somebody else might be an armpit. Somebody said they're an armpit. I ain't saying nothing. I did not say that. I did not say I was a nose. Praise God. But, and you might not be getting along. <laughs> but the reality of it is, we're all part of the body. There is no big I and little you in the body. There's no head honchos. There's no... I mean, listen, we're all a team, and we need one another. We need our elbow, and we need our knee. I need my pinky toe. I need my index finger. I need my ear. I need my eyes. We are all one body. We're all part of the body. And Paul said this in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4 through 6. 
there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who was above all and through all and in you all. In other words, there are not multiple faiths. There's only one Lord. There are not multiple lords. There's only one baptism. There are not multiple baptisms. And if you're a part of the body of Christ, you don't get to start your own version. You don't get to create your own brand. You don't get to start your own little niche. This is not your kingdom. This is not my kingdom. This kingdom belongs to our dear Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Paul tells us he gave us a oneness in the spirit through the spirit. And we have to guard that. We have to protect that with everything that we have. Because Jesus came to unite us. We have to endeavor to protect the unity. You know, I, in the States, I'm from the States. Uh, we have a beautiful property there. Uh, we lease it out and it's great. And we've always wanted it. We've had homes throughout our life. A few, but we always wanted a magnificent yard. And God gave us, we did a lot of work out there. You, I remember that, praise I remember, I'm not really a guy with a green thumb, but Sarah had me all in that mulch and ding. Praise God. But we prayed. We said, God, help us with the yard. I mean, because we had a little crab gas, crab grass, but it's uh, uh, Augustine, St. Augustine. Thick, man. It was so nice, Jordan. I just, i take my shoes off and I would go earthing. Praise God. I just... Sarah's like, what are you doing? I'm just earthing. I'm just, just, praise God. Just connecting. Praise God. It was nice. Felt good on my feet. Here, though, here, you know, we don't own this property and the yard is a little. And so, but my neighbor, man, Chris got a nice, nice yard. And I looked and I saw what he was doing. He had like this device. I was like, what is he? He take the device, he put it down in the grass and he turn it and pull up something. I saw what he had. He's pulling up dandelions. I said, oh my word. That man will be out there all day. I said, he needs some Roundup in his life. And then I found out we don't sell Roundup in Canada. I said, oh Lord. Praise God. In the one o'clock people talking like they had some Roundup. I think they might be smuggling some stuff across the border. Praise God. I ain't, y'all might be too bold. I need to be I'm declaring everything. When I drive across the board, I'm like, man, I bought some soda at McDonald's. Praise God. No, I, no, I need to. <laughs> here, it, here it is. Praise the Lord. But y'all smuggling in. Roundup. Y'all just come see me after church. Praise God. I can help Chris out and give him some Roundup. But if you don't maintain your yard, weeds will overtake it. If you don't take care of your vehicle, if you don't do the maintenance on your vehicle, if you don't change the oil, if you don't change the transmission fluid, if you don't change the whatever it is, the window washing fluid, if you don't keep those things up to date, I'm telling you right now what's going to happen is you're going to hurt your vehicle. You're going to destroy. As a matter of fact, your engine will break. Why? You have to maintain you have to maintain. You have to work at it. There's something called routine maintenance. You know what we have to do in order to protect the unity of this house? Routine maintenance. 
You have to routinely get your attitude in check and realize it ain't about you. You prefer your brother over yourself. You prefer your sister over yourself. We have to routinely check ourselves. I'm going to humble myself and realize it ain't about me. It's about God and his kingdom. I'm going to do routine maintenance and say, God, search my heart. Reveal to me if there be any wicked thing in me, any bad attitude. I'm going to do routine maintenance and say, I'm sorry if I've offended you. I'm going to go not a step further. I'm going to be biblical. And if you have issue with me and I don't have issue with you, I'm going to go make it right. Routine maintenance. Routine maintenance. We all need routine maintenance in our life. Praise God. And that's because, see, if, if people think unity is, is natural and you don't have to work at it. But that's because you've underestimated the powers of darkness that work overtime, night and day, to bring division into the body of Christ. I want you to understand we got to be tenacious about unity. We got to be tenacious about walking together and working together. We have to be tenacious and remember that before we are black, white, yellow, red, or what our ethnicity is, or political affiliations, or education, or economics, we are one in Jesus Christ. And at this house, at this place, Extraordinary Church, we are not divided, sitting all over the place. There is one table we're pulling up to. There's one meal on the menu. It's the bread of heaven, praise God, and the cup of God. And if you and I don't keep our minds on the big thing and the main thing, if we don't maintain unity, this world we live in will seek to divide us. Unity knows, listen, unity is a powerful thing. Satan knows that unity is a powerful thing. This is why he seeks to disunify the body of Christ with demonic forces. Have you ever noticed that evil in the world and that evil folks, they don't have any problem becoming united. Have you ever noticed that evil people with an evil agenda don't have any problem getting on the same page? But when it comes to the church, <laughs> some of y'all nervous. Don't get nervous. Some of y'all mad. I'm just going to talk about it here for just a moment. But have you noticed that's not really a problem out in the world? getting on the same page. But when you come into the church, we have a problem with unity. It's because you have elevated, I have elevated our preferences and our ideologies have become more important than the king of glory and the purpose of God for which he birthed the church on this planet. We're not here today so that we can have a spiritual gathering to express our own opinions. This is not a democracy. This is a theocracy. The king that we served was not evict, uh, voted, elected, or appointed. You can't get rid of him because his term is not coming to an end. He was king when you woke up. He was king when you were born. He'll be king when you're laid to rest. He'll be the king forever. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the great I am. He's the alpha and omega. He is God and God all by himself. He will always be God. He is the first and the last. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise God. Give him praise. Give him worship. Praise God. We bless you. And what the church has got to do.
is stop taking her orders from the world and from culture and remind the world that in this world there is a kingdom and we are all part of that kingdom. And we have a king and he is the king of the entire earth. And we serve him with our whole heart. See, my allegiance, my loyalties is to Jesus Christ and him alone. And there are times where that causes me great favor. And then there are times where that causes me great fallout. But in favor or in fallout, he is my king. In favor or in fallout, he is my king. See, the word unity in the Greek is only used twice in the entire Bible. And in those two instances, it's in the book of Ephesians that I read to you earlier today. Ephesians chapter 4. It's the Greek word. It's called henotes. Henotes. It means likeness. It means oneness. It's not uniformity. It is unanimity. Because uniformity means there is no room for differences of expression or differences of presentation and that everyone is in the same capacity. That's what uniformity is. But unanimity means we all believe in the same purpose. We believe in the same Christ. We understand that he is God in the flesh. We believe in the same Bible. Praise God. We believe in his righteous ways. And yet we have understanding that even though we believe those principles and we stand for that purpose, there are differences of expression. Some, you know what? Praise God. Some are going to want to run and clap their hands. Others are going to jump and shout. Some are one are going to kneel and some are one are going to keep it real quiet and stay in the pocket. But whatever we do, we do it for the glory of God. You know what? I believe and I look forward to the day where there'll just be a mosh pit. Praise God. A mosh pit of worshipers celebrating the Lord Jesus Christ, passionately pursuing him giving him everything that they have. Can I just tell you right now, we could do that right now. I'm not telling anybody to be irresponsible or do something unwise, but I'm tired of allowing, there's something behind the spirit of this COVID that is arresting some things and intimidating some people. I need the people of God to square their shoulders and plant their feet and say, I'm not going to allow myself to be pushed back into a corner. I'm going to pursue God. I'm going to worship God. You are free to bless him. He wants to have his way. You need to open up your mouth and give God glory. We can worship him in the beauty of holiness. We can magnify him. We can glorify him. We can celebrate his presence. But if we're not careful, this thing is trying to stifle. It's trying to suffocate. It's trying to silence. That's why, why, why the people of God you all can remember, man, we, before COVID hit, we couldn't sit you down. People running all over the place. People running, jumping, shouting. It was like a, a, a racetrack in this place. Praise God. Why do you think I'm wearing my tennis shoes right now? Praise God. Y'all got me ready to run. Praise God. I'm ready to praise God. But now, COVID, everybody like this. We like, praise the Lord. Y'all like. <laughs> praise God. We talk about celebrating. You're like. 
I'm celebrating, Pastor. I'm celebrating. I'm, I'm celebrating. Some of y'all, praise God. I'm going to tell you this in love. Some of y'all need to stop celebrating at home. I said it. Some of y'all need to come on out and join the party. Praise God. The party is nice. It's live and in person. Praise God. The party is right. Praise God. Let me just tell you, ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. And a Holy Ghost party don't stop. I need you to come on into the house of God with us and lift up his name because his presence is here. His glory is here. His people are here celebrating him. God is moving in this hour. God is moving in this day. And as the day approaches, we are to gather all the more. Let's celebrate his presence praise God we're united praise God we're united we're united and we need one another be seated for just a moment don't sit down too long no praise God let me just say this you can stand up anytime you want at extraordinary church praise God praise God Pastor Barry, go grab that sign for me real quick. I'm going to do it. Praise God. I, I need to. Listen, I, we told you this, but you know what? You drive a certain way all the time. We don't always see stuff. You just kind of like, you know, you just, you don't, you don't catch it. We don't catch it. I think sometimes we have stuff out, and I know y'all see the signs, but I wonder, do y'all read the signs and know what you're getting into? Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Barry. Man, he just did that thing just perfect, too. Praise God. Attention. You are entering a room full of faith. <laughs> Miracles can happen here. Because we serve a God that is greater than cancer. He's greater than diabetes. He's greater than any heartache or headache. I want you to know he can pick you up and turn you around. He can heal your marriage. He can revive your heart. He can restore your vision. He can make you unrecognizable to your past. We serve a God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think. And you are entering a room full of faith where, yes, people who understand anything is possible with him. And here's, here's what we say. Here's the sign that you walk by. Are you ready? It says, feel free to stand. Faith, you know what it says? Feel free to sing. Feel free to shout. Feel free to clap your hands. I'm sorry, you can go have dead, boring church anywhere else, but at Extraordinary Church, we will lift our hands. We will engage. We will participate. And we will join. Guess what? We love a loud church celebration is our response why am I celebrating because I used to be an addict I used to be bound by pornography I used to, but God who is rich in mercy picked me up out of my sin turned my world around this is why I celebrate because I've been born again Come on and give him praise. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm full of faith. Anything is possible with him. Praise God. I feel like leaning on this thing a little bit. Praise God. 
I'm tired of this attitude, this thing pushing against us. I'm not mad at anybody, but I've come to see a move of God. I've come to see his power poured out. I've come to experience his kingdom. I've come to leave different than the way that we came. I don't want to come and just have golf clap church. I don't want to come and just leave the same way I came, bound by the same things, attitudes and habits and hang-ups. I want to leave transformed. Praise God. So watch this. You can be seated. It, the scripture doesn't say, it doesn't say, baby, endeavor to keep the unity of the flesh. Doesn't say that. Why is that important? Because look, look again, just look at all the different flesh that's in here. I mean, like literally, you can look. See, y'all still don't know y'all free. Praise God. You're like, COVID, I can't look. It's like people don't even interact with people anymore. We don't even make eye contact anymore. I go to the grocery store. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? They're like, I'm like, my God. People get shocked when I talk to them. And then when they start talking to them, they're like, man. I'm like, yeah, we, we can talk. We can do that. Praise God. Praise God. It's, a, it's all right. Listen, I'm not beating anybody up on COVID. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I want you to let me be clear. Let me just give my disclaimer. I want everybody to be safe. I know right now some of y'all hot talking about something. No, just relax. If you're not here, we love you. I want you to be responsible. I want you to do what you feel comfortable with. I'm not trying to force you to do something you're not comfortable with. I'm not out protesting and all that kind of stuff. I just want you to do what you feel like is responsible. I run two or three miles every day. I take my vitamin A, B, C, D, K, praise God, and my probiotics. I'm, I'm healthy. I wash my hands more than anybody in this room. Praise God. I got hand sanitizer. Sarah said that's the truth. I can make hand sanitizer appear so quick. Praise God. Praise God. And I sanitize it. We, we sanitize everything in this thing. Every chair has been sanitized. Those handrails have been sanitized so much. The doorknobs. Praise God. Anyway, let me move on. So, it doesn't say endeavor to keep the unity of the flesh. Because I want you to look at all the different flesh in here. Look, some, some of y'all got suits on. Some of you got ties on. Some of you got short sleeves and baggy pants. Some of you got skirts on. Some of you got heels. Some of you got sandals. And some of you doing like me, wearing tennis shoes. Praise God. Some of you don't even know what you got on. You had to look. Praise God. Some of you are like, what am I wearing? Heel. Praise God. Am I wearing heels? Am I wearing flats? I don't know what I'm wearing. Some of us got light skin. Some of us have dark skin. Some of us had black hair. Praise God. Some of, of y'all's black hair getting gray. Some of y'all, <laughs> I'm going to be quiet, praise God, and I know I have no hair. And the reality of it is this, you can look at all the flesh in this room and you can see the different manifestations of the flesh, but unity is not achieved in the natural realm. Unity was given by God in the spirit realm, which is why it is sometimes attacked on earth in the natural, because it was given to us by God in the spirit. See, most of the stuff you see fleshed out in the earth, it started with a spiritual problem, but has now become a problem that we identified by stuff in the natural realm. Let me give you an example. If you're white and you don't like black people, that's not a color problem. That's a spiritual problem. If you're black and you don't like brown people, that's not a color problem. That's a spiritual problem. 
And I just want to tell you right now, anytime you hate your brother or your sister or you distance yourself from somebody in the family of God simply because they're different in the flesh or different suit or different clothes or a different place in the socioeconomic ladder, you have reduced the kingdom into a manifestation of natural things. When the kingdom that we are are part of is not simply identified by what we do or don't have on or by the color of our skin. Because no matter what color I may be tomorrow in my born again spirit, I am a child of the living God and you and I are in the same family. Paul tells us to endeavor to keep the uh, unity, to work to keep the unity. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, red. I'll preach this until the Lord takes me home. You belong at Extraordinary Church. I love the multiple ethnicities. I love the diversity. We have over 30 that are represented here at Extraordinary Church. We got European. We got Latinos. I mean, I could go down the list. We got Africans. We got Caribbeans. And we even got a few Americans. We got you covered. We got Eastern Europeans. I am telling you, we have so many different ethnicities and nationalities. And I love it. Praise God. room for everybody here see there's people though they like to nip and pick and destroy the unity in the body of Christ people with agendas people with sermons that don't even come from scripture hate malice and racism all these things are spirits that are trying to attack the unity Paul said because of that we have to fight to work to endeavor to keep the unity remember the spirit of God gives us unity it's a gift so when you and I were born again by the water and the spirit we're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins and we receive his spirit according to scripture can I tell you you and I were brought into the family of God and immediately immediately at that point your citizenship just changed your primary citizenship is not that of Canada it's not that of whatever country, in my case, America, immediately I became a citizen of the kingdom of God. Let me explain it. There is neither, Paul says this in Galatians chapter 3, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. In other words, there's no black, no white. There's no poor, no rich. There's no educated or uneducated. There's no conservative or liberal. Praise God. I'm going to say this. I'm going to try not to get excited. But you will not go to heaven just with your kind. When you get to heaven, there won't be just your favorite kind of music. I like, I like it all. Praise God. I listen to every genre. But you know what? The one I listen to the least is this, you know. But I love me some southern gospel. Praise God. I love me some Maranatha praise and worship. I, I, I love choir music. I love contemporary Christian music. I listen to it all. But can I just tell you, when you get to heaven, we need to get a revelation in this nation of the kingdom of God. Because extraordinary church ain't a black church. It ain't a white church. It ain't a green church. It's a kingdom church. This is why everybody's welcome at extraordinary church. What am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? If it's going on in heaven, God let it go on in earth. 
If it's happening in heaven, let it happen in earth. And we have to learn to celebrate the diversity and rejoice in the diversity and thank God for the different expressions. This is why you got some people that are going to go. When I first got in this thing, I was running, jumping. I'd run up to the preacher and I, I would literally hit them on the arm while they preach. Amen. I, I was like, preach, preach. You know, others probably like, oh my God, that man has lost his mind. But that's a good word. Praise God. I'm going to lift my hands. Whether you're going to get up and hit the preacher in their arm or lift your hands and say it's a good word or shout amen. I want you to know there's room for the diversity of expression here at Extraordinary Church. And we ought to just take a moment and thank God for what he's doing. I'm thanking. I'm thankful that we are a part of a united body. I'm thankful that we are together. I'm thankful that we're for one another, that we're behind one another, that we love one another. I'm thankful that we encourage one another. I'm thankful that we've got one another's backs. Praise God. See, this is why hell stays up all night long to concoct a plan to divide the people because hell knows the power of unity. When the church gets on the same page and stays there, hell's in trouble. David said, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. See, it's amazing. You ever, I'm going to say this and I'm, I'm hurrying. I, I need to hurry. You ever been in an atmosphere? You, like you got that family reunion coming up or you go, you know, that you don't want to go to or maybe you ain't seen people and you got to go to a wedding or a funeral and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Because you know the tension is palpable. You can feel the division in the atmosphere. The moment you walk in, people nitpicking and complaining and fussing and, and fighting. But it's different when you walk into an atmosphere of unity. When you walk into an atmosphere of unity, people feel liberated. They feel encouraged. They feel like, my God, I'm, 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 I'm happy to be here i feel like we're all on the same page but when there's animosity and when there's an adversarial or combative tone it's kind of like Ugh, i i, I don't want to be a part of that i don't i don't want to go there it's the same thing can i tell you god wants there to be unity in your home God wants there to be unity in your relationships. He wants there to be peace right now so you can go home and you can be looking forward to going home. But some of you ain't even looking forward to going home because of the division in your home. Praise God. This is exactly why we do what we do when you come. Because some of y'all are coming from those divisive environments. And you've been arguing. You've been fussing and fighting. And the moment you get out to church, you're ready to come in with that attitude. But you're not going to be able to do it because Nadine going to be out there greeting you with a big smile. We got signs welcome you, telling you at the place to be, and we telling you to dab, and we telling you to high five. Well, maybe not high five anymore. You can't dab. You're going to give people a toe and elbow. You're going to do something to encourage people, to connect with people. We want you to know that you're loved, and we're combating that divisiveness. This is exactly why. I'm going to get out the camera shop, but this is exactly why. We got Glade plugins right now, because you come in, boom. You smell that. You're like, praise. We do everything that we can. This is why the people that greeting you, hopefully they got a breath mint in their mouth. Praise God. They put a little fragrance on. They smell good. Because we want you to be encouraged. When you come, we're going to greet you with a smile. We'll give you the biggest air hug we can give you. Why? Because we are united. 
We're united and we're glad to combat that foolishness. Praise God. There's power in unity. It's good and pleasant to dwell in unity in this house. Praise God. Let me tell you why we don't have unity though. Look at James 3.16. The book of James says, where there is strife, there's every kind of evil. See, we don't allow strife here. And you say, oh, wait a second. You don't get to decide that, Pastor Kill. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Don't get it twisted. We get to decide what we allow in this house and in this atmosphere. Strife is not welcome. We will work through. I want you to hear me. You, this is why some of y'all right now, I tell you all the time. You know what? I'm not intimidated by your questions. Because God is not intimidated. There is no issue I'm not willing to talk through. Because what we will do is we'll work through the issues because we're not ignorant nor naive enough to believe that we won't have differences. But differences don't have to become divisive and division in our lives. So we'll work through the issues and we'll be gracious and we'll be kind and we'll be loving and we'll watch God do something supernatural in our midst. Now, here I go, here I go. Behold how good and pleasant it is. For brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious oil upon the head. Why am I preaching on unity? Because unity is the prerequisite for oil. If you don't know what the oil is, it's symbolic of anointing. See, oil-less churches are dying. But anointed churches where the oil is flowing, praise God, lives are being changed and transformed. People are being healed and restored. People are being born again where the oil is flowing. I'm thankful to be a part of a church where the oil is flowing. The oil is flowing because we are united. I want you to know there is an anointing in this house. There is an anointing upon your life. There is an anointing that is flowing here to break the yokes. There is an anointing that is touching our lives. There is an anointing that's calling us to greater. There is an anointing that's flowing from the top who is Jesus Christ down to his body listen to this oil it's like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard the beard of Aaron running down the edge of his garments see Aaron Aaron is a priest let me just tell you this real quick you need to understand that you are a priest some of y'all looking at me like confused so I'm gonna Look at your neighbor through the mask and tell him you're a priest. Yes, yes, you got it. You got it. You, some of you don't understand. Let me just help you. I'm not your priest. You didn't visit me in a booth on the way in. And I won't be sitting in a booth on your way out. I'm not your priest. I'm an apostolic leader in the kingdom of God that has been called according to Ephesians chapter 4 to equip the body so that it can be fully furnished and do what God has called you to do. But you are a priest. Why does that matter? Because if you don't understand you're a priest, you'll never understand your role. See, in the Old Testament, priests are the ones who serve the Lord. 
And so whenever God wanted a sacrifice of worship, it was the priest who, that went out and got the lamb. It was the priest that got the turtle dove. It was the priest that went out and brought that living thing to the altar. They cut its throat and drained its blood. I know some of you all are thinking, man, that's nasty. What kind of God would do that? Well, it's called sin, and sin is nasty. And the blood is the only thing that's appropriate for the remission of sin. And sin had to be covered for a season. But I do want to let you know there are no more cutting ceremonies of lambs. There's no more of a need for us to raise up a lamb in our backyard. Why? Because my lamb is not on the way. My lamb has already come. Jesus Christ did it, which is why we don't bring lambs. We bring other sacrifices. The writer of Hebrews calls it, Jordan, a sacrifice of praise. Priest, you need to hear me. You don't need to go look for a lamb. You need to go look for a hallelujah. You don't have to find a lamb. Just find a thank you, Jesus. God, you don't have to find a lamb, just find a praise the Lord. You don't have to find a lamb, just clap those hands and give him praise. You don't have to find a lamb, just open up your mouth and exalt him. You don't have to find a lamb, just clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. You don't have to find a lamb, but you do have to give him praise. Give him a sacrifice of praise. A praise that he is worthy of. A praise that lets him know you love him and you appreciate him because he is worthy. You're a priest. You're a priest. You're a priest. The Bible says you're a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. Because the priesthood, Alvin, is where the oil flows. See, Aaron is not just a member. He's a priest. You need to understand, some of us get so antsy because you think you're, you're a member. You're just a member. But you're more than just a member. Yes, you're a member here at Extraordinary Church, but you're more than a member. You're a priest. You're a priest, praise God. And you're anointed to do so. This is why some of us get so beat up and we allow the enemy to just run roughshod in our lives. And you, we let him torment us and tease us and run roughshod saying, who do you think you are? But the next time he does that and says, who do you think you are? You need to respond with how much time do you have? I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and I'm never beneath. I'm the righteousness of God hidden in Christ. I'm the seed of Abraham. Praise God. I'm a joint heir with Christ and I'm seated in heavenly places. God is getting ready to jerk somebody out of a membership mentality. You need to understand the oil is flowing in this place. The oil is flowing in this place. There is an anointing that is stirring some things up. There is an anointing that's calling you out of your despondency. There's an anointing that's calling you out of your lethargy. There's an anointing that's calling you out of the ordinary into extraordinary. There is an anointing that's calling you out of the mundane. There is an anointing that's saying, get up. 
up and pursue. There's an anointing that's saying, now is the time. There's an anointing that's saying, you've got the goods because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There's an anointing that's saying, I'm greater. Even though you're 12 years old, I'll still use you and do great things in your life. There's an anointing that's saying, you might be 70, but if you'll let me use you, I'll get the glory out of your life. There is an anointing that is saying, I want to supernaturally impart to you wisdom that you can be used in my kingdom. The oil is flowing. I want us to stand. Praise God. We're getting ready. I feel the oil. You can probably land this plane. Praise God. The oil is flowing. I said the oil is flowing. Praise God. The oil is flowing. Somebody's about to be refreshed because the oil is flowing. Praise God. I feel it right now in the Holy Ghost. Some of you are so dry, so thirsty hungry for refreshing the oil is here thanks for listening to our podcast join us next week for another message of hope and life in jesus if you like what you just heard we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends extraordinarychurch.ca we are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in jesus If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.